Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Shalom, for one on the record, this is Minister Shedrick bin Israel, tribe of Judah, and welcome to Thursday night fellowship time. The time now is 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Central. And I don't necessarily know who's on, but welcome. <laughs> um, y'all please forgive me, I kind of just got in, um, and, and I'm trying to settle in. Um, who Who is all on this evening? Is it just me on? Okay. Well, first and foremost, on this day, I just want to make sure that it's on the record. Um, for those in the future, on this day of uh, May the 4th, 2017, it has been official that the Republicans have repealed Obamacare. The Republicans have uh, passed a bill to repeal Obamacare. Now they're working on what they're going to replace it with. Also, Texas has created a bill called Show Your Papers. And this is so that they can regulate the, uh, uh, or at least attempt to regulate the federal mandate um, against sanctuary cities um, in Texas. And if anybody's familiar with Texas, you know, um, they sort of have kind of, um, they have a very strict policy when it comes to foreigners. Or um, I would like to say aboriginal um, inhabitants. (laughs) Let me say it that way. So there's um there's a situation now where they have the show me your papers law and they're saying that this is used to protect the the community from people who may be getting out of jail and you know uh uh people who may be uh foreign or not uh foreign documented or not documented and this is going to protect their community so that if you know they are asked to show the you know community their papers and the enforcers, law enforcers, their papers, then, you know, they can proceed with trying to remove these people. Uh, Also in the news, there was a young man who, um, by the name of Kendrick White, I can't recall the place of the incident, but he he has been arrested a couple of days ago for allegedly stabbing four people. The interesting thing about this whole thing is that they're trying to relate him to the Hebrew Israelites. This is the second time this is being done. Um, the, the second time it's been done, there's this guy who a couple of weeks back 
Um, I can't remember his name, but he was known as the uh, ape. I don't know, was it um, uh, what's that thing called? Easter Sunday killer or something like that. He was going around killing 14 people, and he shot the old man on camera. Well, they tried to link him to the Hebrew Israelites. So I'm not necessarily sure what's going on with that, but for the most part, that has, you know, become a big topic. So if anyone's in line and anyone wants to comment, just uh, say your name going on the record. Because I hear a uh, background noise, I just don't know where it's coming from. I can find out who's on. On the record, this brother Okay. Hello, anyone there? Alex. Well, I should have figured you was on because I heard uh, Chicago School. You'll be watching the news. Yeah, 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 watch the news, yeah. Man, that's crazy. Oh, okay. I got, I got, I got, I got, I have a straight You can pick up, like, they pick up everything. Oh, okay. But, um, yes. Hold on for a minute. I'm trying to. Salam, Ati. Um, did you hear that they repealed, they passed the bill to uh, repeal Obamacare? Yes, sir. I did hear about that. I yeah, sure did. they passed it today. 
They also passed the Show Me Your Papers law in Texas. Oh, cute. Show me your papers as in identification or, like, health insurance? Like, what do they mean? Okay. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to enforce the federal regulation by Trump earlier this year dealing with sanctuary cities. Oh. Yeah. So now what they're doing is they're enforcing this law um, where people who are being arrested um, need to show them their papers uh, to show that they're documented as a United States citizen. And I figured this was kind of a this was kind of like um, one of those ways that they could try to uh, enforce the immigration policy, um, where this was just another avenue that they you know. Uh, uh, could use to in order to remove some of those brothers and sisters down there. Um, a lot of people, uh, well, they're, I, I would say, I don't know if they're protesting now, but the caucus lawyers are saying that it would make them feel more safer. It would, you know, because they won't, you know, let me see if I can find this bill. That's the only way that I can. Okay. Show me. Your papers. So wait a minute. Where is it that they're requiring them to show their show them their their papers? What state is that in? This is in Texas. In Texas. Oh. Yeah, and, and I was saying, if anybody's familiar with the, the state of Texas, you know they're very um. We know that they're very kind of um. They have sort of a prejudice, you know, against Aboriginal people. So, right. you know, it's up in the I, air. But I thought they, I thought that they were the only sovereign state for some reason. I don't know why. Well, but, I mean, that may be the case, and I think that's why they are enforcing it the way that they are for enforcing it. Um, let me just say this: I'm I'm reading an article. It says, on Wednesday, Governor Greg Abbott's priority legislation to extend immigration enforcement to local right. police departments cleared right. its final legislative hurdle. Are stop people from just walking up here? And they just keep, it's like, it's ridiculous. People walk in the backyard and see in the backyard, and, like, it's just ridiculous. And what's going to happen? And I'm so sorry. Um, because, brother, if you could know the nonsense that I'm dealing with at this house because these people are fraud and crooked and they're getting it to the point where they're trying to make me swing on somebody mm. and go in and get arrested because these two little girls, <laughs> a couple of hours a couple of minutes before I got on the phone, was in my face, okay? And it took everything in me to tell them to leave me alone and get out my face. You are really going to have a problem if you don't get out my face. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting there loading up garbage. 
this little girl says hello to me, which is one of the lady that used to live upstairs but was evicted. It's one of her daughters. She says okay. hello to me, and I said hi. She says, do you know who I am? I said, no, I don't know who, I, who you are. She said, oh, I'm Chu's oldest daughter, the one with the baby. Do you remember me now? I said, no. I said, where's your mother? And she's like, what do you mean, where's my mother? I said, because your mother left. I'm like, what are you doing here? And she was like, oh, my stepfather, he, he still has the house, so we're here. And I'm thinking to myself, no, he doesn't. He was addicted. Oh, God. So I didn't say anything. I said, oh, okay. She, the other sister comes downstairs. Meanwhile, there's a baby in the house. She knocks on the door as I'm going to get a plastic bag to finish wrapping up the garbage and said, did you say something to my sister? I said, excuse me? Did you say something to my sister? I said, excuse me, little girl, little girl, please go back inside. Please. You are coming at me with some high school stuff right now? And you're talking to a grown woman. Your sister said hello to me, and I responded. What was I supposed to be rude and not say nothing to her, not talk to her, ignore her like she didn't talk to me? There is something wrong with our people. And when they are held accountable and brought to the table for their misbehaving and straight out breaking the law, they become belligerent and try and blame the injured party like it's the injured party. And it's not them that are breaking the law. I am being pushed to my, it's not a breaking point. I see what the Most High is doing. He's pushing me to the point where even people picking at me can't get me to react. Not in a way that's unfavorable to myself or an unfavorable representation of my nation. I see what he's doing. I see what he's doing. I just pray and hope, and I'll talk to the Most High after fellowship tonight, that neither one of these children or their mother dare to even try and come and put any paws on me because I can't, I, I, I don't know. I really don't know at that point. Um, how I would react or not react. And, you know, and all I could do is have my father take that. Um, I'm going to pause for a second and go on me. No problem, Alki. I just, I, I mean, I don't know what to say because, you know, I, that is, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't know what to say. I, 
I wish Priest was here only because I wanted to know exactly what he would say because I don't, you know, want to encourage anybody to be, you know, getting in anybody's face or anything like that. I just, you know, want you to be able to be out of harm's way. That's just, that's my only concern is that you remain out of harm's way. Um, don't want anything to happen to you. Um, I just, I'm glad that, you know, you was able to maintain your cool because I know that, you know, some of these young kids can, you know, take us there. <laughs> so I'm just glad that you maintained your cool. But if it is all possible, you know, if you could if you could avoid them for the time being, you know, then do so. Um, but if you have to, you know, call authorities or anything like that, I would rather you do that. You know, then that's what I told him. I told him to stay away from my door. The next time they come, I will be calling them out. Okay. I told, and I'm like, you know, you're talking to me, but if I have to go gather the garbage or something and put, put the trash out, you're talking about this is your house, how come you don't take care of it? All you can do is live off of it and open up the, the, the driveway or gate so randoms can come up on the property. <laughs> you know, it's not the neighborhoods that be bad. It's the people in the neighborhoods that make it bad. And then you wonder why we get gunned down on the street. Look at how you behave. Look at how you behave. Right. Mm-mm. And it's funny because Brother Priest was just saying yesterday, I mean, last fellowship, not last fellowship, the fellowship before that, two fellowships back, he was just saying to us, it's at, right now it's time to separate from the ones of us that are insane. It's time. Yeah. Not all of us is us. Not all Israel is Israel. Some people are just wicked devils. And they enjoy being wicked devils, and that's all they're ever going to be. And I yield. Okay. Just take a breather, sister, because <laughs> I know it's a lot to be, you know, going through that. But just take a breather and, you know, just regroup, you know. I just don't want you to be, you know, upset or anything like that. So just regroup and collect your, you know, thoughts and um, what I was going to do, I was going to ask, oh, well, no, it popped up. I'm sorry. I wanted to read in particular, um, just kind of shift the conversation for a minute. I, uh, was talking earlier about the show me your paper law and, um, there's this article. It says, um, I read half of it earlier. I don't know who actually heard it, but let me just start with just a, uh, a minute. It says, on a computer, you got to forgive me, you guys. My, um, We just went through a thunderstorm, and, you know, my computer is going through um, some issues. But anyway. It says, okay, on Wednesday, 
Gov Greg Abbott's priority legislation to extend immigration enforcement to local police departments cleared its final legislative hurdle, meaning the bill's fate now rests in his hands. And in case anyone had any doubt about how giddy Abbott is to sign uh, Senate Bill Number 4, a measure to crack down on so-called sanctuary cities that critics say mirrors Arizona's infamous show-me-your-papers law and will lead to racial profiling. Check out this tweet from the Gov. Oh, it's long, brother. Guess what? The police officers are at my door, at my gate. Say it one more time. The police are at my gate. Just listen. Hello. Yeah. How are you? I'm well. I'm trying to I'll listen. Keep, I'll see you. You might want to go on mute. Okay. Because my dad should have called. Are you, are you, are you, These girls are being very rude. This guy was evicted. Everybody's squatting upstairs, and you're harassing them. That's the bottom line. If you'd like, I can go get the court stipulations and show you his eviction notice. <laughs> um, sh- Shalom, okay. uh, RT, can you go on mute, please? Okay. Um, Shalom, brother. I'm, I'm going to call back into fellowship, okay? Okay, no problem. Shalom. No problem. Okay. Um, and in any case, anyone had any doubt about how uh, Giddy Abbott is to sign Senate Bill Number Four, a measure to crack down on so-called sanctuary cities? That critic says mirrors Arizona's infamous "Show Me Your Papers" law, and will lead to racial profiling. Check out this tweet from the Gov last night. The Texas sanctuary city ban wins final legislative approval. I'm getting my signing pin warmed up. That's what the guy, uh, the Texas governor said. And it says, lawmakers sent the bill to Abbott's desk despite loud opposition from the state's big city police chiefs who fear it could erode trust in law enforcement and immigrant communities and make it harder to solve crimes if witnesses fear that talking to the cops could lead to immigration enforcement. Under the bill, police departments can't stop their officers from asking about immigration status during even routine police encounters, like a traffic stop. We are very, very fearful that the community will no longer cooperate with us because of this bill, San Antonio Police Chief Chief William McManus told reporters last week. He also warned the law will lead to racial profiling and said there's there's not one thing in this bill that I consider to be positive, nor do my colleagues consider to be positive. The bill that awaits Abbott's signature will effectively ban departments and cities like San Antonio from enforcing internal policies that tell cops not to act about immigration status in most police encounters. It would also force police departments and sheriff's offices to comply with requests from U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement officials to detain immigrants suspected of being in the country illegally, requests that immigration attorneys and even one federal court judge said, say, are flawed, fall below the legal standard of a warrant, and are probably unconstitutional. Police officials who don't cooperate risk a Class A misdemeanor charge and steep fines under the bill. The law even applies to college and university campus departments. <laughs> Abbott's warmed up signing pen aside the debate over SB4, which has been long and ugly 
probably isn't even isn't over even after he signs it into law. Some of the lawmakers who oppose it have already floated the idea of suing to stop the bill from taking effect. So that is the end of the conversation uh, for uh, with the article. Does anybody have any you know comments about that? Shalom, the email, email. Uh, Utah had a similar thing, HB 497, and uh, also Arizona. Yeah, I remember that. I actually used uh, the Senate bill, I think it was Senate Bill 1070 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, basically one of those bills that was held to being passed, or it was actually backed by, um, okay, if I can remember, when the private corp- when the private prison corporations started operating in Arizona and Georgia and Louisiana, uh, uh, Arizona as well, um, they convinced the mayor of Arizona to pass the bill uh so uh, or lobby uh, uh, Arizona um, lawmakers to lobby the bill in Congress so that they could uh, uh, be able to fill up their prisons because the only people that they ended up targeting after that bill was passed was the quote-unquote Mexican population. And um, they used the um, um, United States Marshal Services as well as uh, Immigration Customs Enforcement. And they were they were on a roll. They were definitely um, going after these. Uh, they were going after these Mexicans and or these so-called Mexicans, and they were locking them up and they were rounding them up and putting them right in those um, private prisons. Which I thought it was, you know, it was like wow, they are really on the move. So now you have this coming up in Texas, and it's like. This is what it's come down to, you know. But yeah. hey, yeah. and um, our, our earlier I also stated that you know they passed the uh, bill to repeal Obamacare, yeah. and um, I thought it was pretty odd, considering you know priests had us watch a priest had uh, the upper uh, level classes to watch a video. Uh, dealing with Ivanka Trump and how she got, uh, how China gave her the three trademarks. Mm-hmm. And in that video, they was talking about how it was a young lady. She was doing a report on, or she was writing a book or something like, something to that nature about uh, Trump or was it trust? I'm not necessarily sure exactly what she was writing. I can't remember. But she had mentioned that Trump has, uh, or I think it's Trump, or his daughter has a uh well yeah her, her his daughter has a trust set up that is run by her husband's brother or basically Ivanka's brother-in-law and his wife are running the trust as independent contractors and no independent trustees but the interesting thing about it is the brother-in-law has a uh, uniform Obamacare called Oscar. I don't know if how pe- how many people are familiar with that. He has a uniform 
uh, health uh, care system uh, that mimics Obamacare, but it's called Oscar. Now, what I'm thinking, and it's just a thought, don't necessarily mean it will happen, but they're repealing Obamacare, and they may replace it with Oscar. Mm-hmm. And eventually, what that could do, and this will this will kind of be like borderline abuse of power, so to speak, because we all know that they're not supposed to be making money, or they're not supposed to be, you know, uh, taking, uh, I guess you can say, uh, financial advantage of, you know, their time in the White House, you know, cutting side deals and things like that. But what it would do is it would funnel more money to the Trumps because if Trump put this man on, then Trump, I'm pretty sure Trump going to want a cutback. Mm-hmm. Trump is going to want a cutback, and if he can, uh, if he can get every uh, insurance company to fall under uh, uh, under Oscar. He's going to want to cut back, and then that's going to go towards his, you know, his trust. And so when he, re- you know, when he get ready to retire, he'll have made all the money he can make under the Trump administration mm-hmm. just by putting this dude on. And this dude is going to make so much money by being put on and having people buy his health care system. Mm-hmm. That's just a thought. I mean, you know, it's, it doesn't necessarily be, it doesn't necessarily have to become a reality, a reality, reality, but it is inevitable. So, you know, I'm just looking at how things may play out, considering that they repealed the Obamacare. Because I'm like, well, if you were repealing it, what are you going to replace it with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, just a thought. Anybody have any thoughts on that? Well, Shalom, they. Uh... <laughs> They showed a, a sort of like a payment thing where if it would, you know, if it does pass, you know, both both houses and Senate, a person like uh, say um, a person on um, uh, disability, you know, worked all their life and they get disability, and if they got any kind of preconditions, uh, you know, like for instance, like diabetes, they'd have to pay. Uh, X amount more dollars per year, or if they got lung problems and stuff, I think it was like seventy-two thousand dollars more per year. I mean, where are the people going to get this money at? Mm. You know, I mean, and, and if you got any kind of preconditions and all that, they had to, a certain amount they'd have to pay more per year. You know, so, but um, it's going to be, you know, and those ones that didn't like it at first, you know, when President Obama put it out there and put it in place, those that were saying, we don't want it, we don't want Obamacare, they're going to be the ones that's going to stand up and, and really take note and raise hell because, you know, basically they didn't got used to it and it's really not that bad, you know. Because mm-hmm. be truthful with you, um, uh, what's his name, um, he ran for presidency against Obama. What was his name? Um, Romney. He was one yeah, of the original Romney. ones. Uh, Mitt Romney. He was one of the original ones that put that in place in his city, his state, and it worked. So you know, let it be told, most people didn't know that. You know, that was a Republican um, initiation, but uh, President Obama put it through for you know the whole country. 
Now mm-hmm. I think I think the people I think I think the people are going to raise hell. I mean I think that's another you know thing that's going to push the people to really you know going out there and <laughs> you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. acting a fool because now they're getting used to it and they're adjusting and it's really helping a lot you know like babies and stuff that you know preconditions and stuff but what the Republicans want to do is 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 make everybody pay. Well, on the news, when they reported that they passed the bill, Mm -hmm. they were saying that people with uh, pre-existing conditions, um, they were going to have this thing called a high-risk pool or something like that. Mm-hmm. The um, insurance companies, and what they did was the administration was going to set aside $138 billion mm-hmm. uh, to cover uh, some of those premiums. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know exactly how it's going to work, but mm-hmm. that's a lot, man. And then they just passed a bill, a $1 trillion bill for the um, – for funding up until September. Um, because, you know, this is, I only passed this to avoid the government shutdown. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a lot going on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I'll just say you, we have to definitely work on uh, getting our affairs together, making sure that we're Studying up on how to be more economically versed, and uh, when the proper time comes, learning how to set up your trust and all of those different things, because that's gonna come in handy. Mm-hmm. Because this government look like it is really, it just look like it is. It's like it's a cyclone. It's a major cyclone. Everything is just being mixed up. Well, it's just a never-ending cycle with this government. Right. They can print money. I mean, I think it's a false. It's a false sense of security when they're making people think that the government can um, shut down and all this other different stuff, but they can print money out of thin air. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a false sense of it's a false sense of security. I mean, but it's a fear tactic. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I it's just a lot going on. But uh, I also mentioned earlier about the guy named Kendrick White. Um, I, again, I don't know how many people have heard about the guy, but they're trying to link him to the Hebrew Israelites. The reason why I'm bringing it up again is because the brother was said to, like, maybe two days ago, be allegedly uh, a person of interest because he allegedly stabbed four people on campus. And they went and looked up his, you know, four, uh, they they looked up his uh, social media site, and then he was talking about Yahushua, you know, he was talking about God and Yahweh and he didn't say too much about you know black being the you know the true the uh, true Jews or anything like that, but everything was Yahweh Jew, uh, praise Yah and this that and the other. And 
Now they want to try to link him to the Hebrew Israelites. But I thought it was really odd because they tried to link the uh, uh, Easter Sunday killer to the Hebrew Israelites as well. The guy who supposedly stabbed 14 people and shot that man on camera. They tried to link him to the Hebrew Israelites as well. So there's a constant pattern of trying to create a stigma against Hebrew Israelites. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because me and Robert were talking about this last year. I said, it's coming, bro. Mm. Right after you do it to the Muslims, they're coming. Mm-mm. They are coming for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think those Hebrews out there that are standing on the streets and stuff, uh, yes, those so-called, you know, Hebrews that, uh, you know, out there preaching, get, you know, saying the white man is the devil and all that crap. Right. I think they'll target them, you know. We, we're peaceful. We do what we got to do. We're not bothering nobody, you know. We're not out there uh, flaunting and, you know, so... I, I don't think we have anything to worry about. I mean, well, technically, we don't necessarily, we really don't have anything to worry about. Because mm-hmm. we don't call ourselves Hebrew Israelites. Right. <laughs> right. And people have to understand, excuse me, people have to understand that there really is a distinction. Because when you talk about Hebrew Israelites, that is kind of being recognized as a corporate fiction. You got to remember, like, if you go to IRS and you put your name in the system a certain way, it's going to show up a certain way. And it has to be shown a certain way. So on record, they may have Israelites, and then they also may have Hebrew Israelites. And then people are walking around saying, well, what the heck is a Hebrew Israelite? I've never heard of a Hebrew Israelite. You can't even find that in the, you can't even find that in the scriptures. But you can find Israelites in the scriptures. You can find Hebrews in the scripture, but you can't find Hebrew Israelites. That that is one name or something. So it's like I, you know, I'm just on a, I'm just basically paying attention to what's going on. I've been keeping up with, you know what they've been doing for the last couple of months. It's a couple of, I think like a month before, right around the same time, that guy who killed those 14 people, they wanted to accuse this this brother who was like, um, he had shouted uh, something, Akbar, something like that, I can't remember. Um, uh, Mighty is the Lord or something. And uh, Arabic, and he they wanted to try to say he killed four white, he shot four white people. Oh, but wow. when you go, yeah. Now here's the interesting thing about it, because when you go on the internet, all of the articles that talk about the guy are saying, oh, here's a video of him shooting four white people. But then when you go to the article, they're saying, oh no, he's an alleged. I'm like, well, then I don't want to hear anything else about it because if you have a video of this man shooting anybody, then it's just, that's just the media, and that's propaganda. That's the propaganda machine working. 
Because yeah. y'all said y'all had a video. I want to see the video. I don't want to hear nothing about no, well, it's alleged because the sheriff said that he was a suspect and he was wanted. Well, first of all, where's the video of the four, people, the four white people getting shot? At mm-hmm. least show us that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, I'm going to be honest, there's a witch hunt. Mm-hmm. That would it look like to me, it's a witch hunt. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be honest with you. Some of our people drew that negative energy to us because they constantly got out on the social media and out in the public and they hate, 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 hate badgering, hate badgering, right. hate badgering. Right. So you right. bring in that negative energy, like you bring in, a, you know, negative attention to it that we don't need right now because mm-hmm. it was bad enough that we got to be, quote, unquote, black in this country. Now we got to be, quote, unquote, black, Hebrew, Israelite, a Muslim, and then targeted. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, uh, black Hebrew Israelites with beards and <laughs> oh yeah, you see, mm-hmm. like come on, like you now have put us in a situation. Not technically not us because we don't put ourselves out there in the public like that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't go around telling everybody um, necessarily with tribes, but. I may say I'm in an organization, and that's as much information as I give anybody to ask me exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't get all into that whole, I, well, I never did because I, I don't understand why, you know, why is that even a, why is that even a factor? Mm-hmm. I don't get into that whole white man is the devil stuff, even though they there are some white devils. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, to put him up there with Satan himself or the devil, no. I I can't do that because then that would say, well, then well, what about all the black folks that walk around killing out their own brothers and sisters? Yeah. Well, what exactly would they be? Right. You know what I'm saying? So you got to kind of think about stuff like that. But um, I don't, you know, want to, you know, talk too much. I will open up the floor for anybody else who has any topic that they want to share. Just state your name for and on the record. They're trying to um, get rid of the uh, uh, private prisons. Did you see that? I know that they were trying to do that for a couple of years now, but I. but see, here's the thing. How are they going to do it when they have contracts with these people? They would have to buy them out. Right. right. And some of these people who have these contracts with these prisons have contracts for like 30 years. Right. Mm. Like, I'm s- s- serious. If you go, if you go to uh, Corrections Corporations of America. As a matter of fact, let me see if I can pull that up right now. I haven't been to that site since since my senior seminar class, but let me think I might want to check this out for a minute. I want to see. Hmm. Yeah, this Corrections Corps. If I can't remember, what this site does is it shows you how many beds they have available. They literally show you how many beds they have available. Right. They, uh, and if I can remember, 
They show you who uh, uh, who they've contracted with and how long the contract is. But I'd have to go to their reports because they usually put out like a report like every two, three years, mm-hmm. and they, they give you a data. Let me see. Security careers. Let me see if I can find it. No, not careers, location, security, unique services. No. Foreign resocial responsibility, unique services, volunteer resource center. All right. Man, I haven't been this been on this site in so long, they changed it all the way up. <laughs> no, seriously, you this site if you like really into trying to understand prison economics or uh from the corporate perspective, it will blow your mind some of the stuff they put on this website. And then then they're up and they're very upfront with their uh with their objective. Right. They tell you that they contract with states, and the states have to make sure that they keep the bags full. They put it on. They put it on the internet. They don't hide it. Right. <laughs> I remember when I, I remember when I first started doing my senior thesis. I was like, dang, they couldn't be no more bolder than the United States government. <laughs> Because you know the government try to do stuff to hide their hand. This company, they just kind of like out there. They're like, yeah, we contract with people and we tell you you got to keep these beds full. And if you don't, you got to pay us for the beds that are not full. Right. Wow. Yeah. How realities change. Okay, privatization and corrections. No, no. Where are the reports? Download two page abstract files, you know. Hold on, I'm trying to find out who's all on this talk show. It can't just be me, you and Alex. Um, it looks like um, Illinois. Illinois is uh, on the call. That's Alex. That's Brother Alex. If I know Alex, if I know Brother Alex right now, he's still at work. I'll be yeah. Shalom, shalom. How y'all doing? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm going to step to the list. I was going to ask something about this one, Dr. I didn't hear you, brother. What'd you say? I said I was gonna ask about uh, Bitcoin, but I could say Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, I've heard of Bitcoin, but I don't know too much about it. Mama, do you know anything about Bitcoin? Uh, no, I don't really get into it. Mm-mm. What did you? What was? What was your? Uh, what's on your mind, brother? Shalom, my name is Trapper Jim Stark. I'm the Are you okay, brother? What do you think, brother? I was just looking at it. Someone posted on the website about Bitcoin, and I was looking at the documentary. A couple of days ago, about Bitcoin, I ain't watched all of it, but I was checking out. It's kind of hard to hear you, but you sound really muffled. Uh, a little bit better. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Yeah, I'm looking at it. 
No, I couldn't find it. Boy, that sucks. <laughs> I could not find what I needed to find. <clears throat> Maybe next time, because I was going to read how many contracts they had this year. Um, they usually list them by state. Um, they, the Obama's legacy, Hillary Clinton, much resistance. Political Action Committee. U.S. What are you looking for? Uh, well, I was looking for um. 
I was looking for the uh, CCA report, but I couldn't find it. I had to try to find it some other time. I'm on CNN now. Um, I don't know who or what that is. Oh, so I know that last week we were talking about Black Lives Matter, and now they have an article talking about the miseducation about or misconception about Black Lives Matter. I don't really think there's any misconception. They tell you everything that they have, you know, everything on their site, and everything on their site says, United Shades of America. I won't even entertain that crap. Anyway, anybody have any topics? Uh, you talk about anything. Oh, Carrick, how was your day, brother? Well, Mark, it was all right. I, I was cooking, and then I, I forgot. It's time slipped by. <laughs> no, it's no problem, brother. It was 730. I said, let me call in. Oh, man. But uh, how everybody doing? Good, good. We're good. Uh, we just had a thunderstorm in our area. Uh, I didn't really catch anything but rain. But where I used to live, whatever went through there, it really messed it up because there were some businesses. They, there's, a, like, a, a shopping center that's like, that was right up, that wasn't that, not necessarily right directly around from my house, but it was on the highway that is near my home, well, around my house. And it tore the roof off of one one business. It flipped over several um, several trucks. Um, yeah, I didn't even know we, you know, had any type of, you know, storm like that. And then they wanted to say that one man he was trying to he was trying to put something on the truck, you know, or shut the door, or lock the door, or something. It was supposed to be doing something, and said that the wind dang near lifted him up off the ground. I said, I don't know. I didn't see, you know, I didn't see anything come through. A lot of what I saw was just great clouds, and we had a little light drizzle, but I didn't know they had it that bad where I used to live. So, um, yeah, it's kind of bad. It's kind. It was kind of bad, but I assume now that we passed the, the storm is past us. It's supposed to be going upward to like Carolina and stuff like that, or near Augusta. Yes, sir. It, it hit my area too, but it wasn't as bad as it was. It was on the um, outskirts, down the area where you at. Right. Uh, yeah, we caught it, but I didn't really see anything. So I, I didn't know what the, you know, thinking until like when the news came on, it was just saying, oh, you um, U.S. eighty hit, you know, by storm, and I was like, shoot, you sure that was just a storm? Because people, you know, a lot of businesses, some of the, one business's roof was, like, literally off. There were things hanging out of the bricks and all kinds of different stuff. It was bad. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of bad. But, you know, everybody's okay. The power went out over there, but the power is fine. Just that our Wi-Fi 
seems to be acting a little strangely, but I think I'll be okay. Hello, Minister. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, since Donald Trump did his inauguration January 20th, you know, we've been hit with storms. We was hit with the storm on January 20th, actually. And it had been storms coming through here ever since on Georgia. And up uh, South Georgia and uh, I never thought about that. Surrounding counties. You know, the first time they had that storm, the lady lied, the mayor of Albany lied and said it wasn't. Well, she she didn't report it as being that that uh that big and and that much damage. And the governor asked her, well, they asked the governor why he it took him so long to come down, and he said, well, somebody got to report it for me to come down. So they doing the same thing, you know. I, I see they doing the same thing. They ain't reporting uh, these big major storms, and when it hits, they're not saying that it's uh, how you say it. They don't want to file storm damage or what? What? I don't forgot what they 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 labeled it. Uh, natural disaster. They don't want to call it that because the government is is being is broke, and you know, just like they did Puerto Rico. They got Puerto Rico messed up down there right now. And I see the same thing they're doing to these counties as the same thing they're doing to Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. I know what I – you know what? It's really interesting that you brought that up, brother, because um, I don't know how many people knew, but Puerto Rico is filing for bankruptcy. Yes, sir. Yeah, they're filing for bankruptcy right now. It was somebody trying to – at first it was somebody trying to buy Puerto Rico or they were saying that Puerto Rico um, was for sale or something to that nature. But now they're saying that Puerto Rico is about to file for bankruptcy. I'm like, man, oh, man. And, and it's so interesting because I was under the impression that Puerto Rico was a United States territory. It looked like they would have, you know, Sent them some aid down there and aid the government, but um, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know, you know, why they let them fall under like that. But I think it would have everything to do with going down there and purchasing the real estate. Yes, sir. Because if they go bankrupt, that means they have to liquidate all the assets to sell off and pay off, you know, any debt. So that would mean that now America can go down there and they can purchase up all the land and they can kick all of the uh, quote-unquote native people out from down there, you know, set up all kinds of, you know, uh, I don't know, immigration um, immigration um, travel bans and stuff like that or kind of, you know, have them deported or something like that, you know, have it set up where they pass the law and say that if you don't exit the land, then you'll be considered as trespassers. So it's a, it's a whole lot of things that could happen, but, you know, that's just me thinking ahead. But I I hope that's not the case because you got a lot of brothers and sisters down there who are, you know, who re, who relied solely on that land for their resources, who, you know, they farmed and tilled the land, so on and so forth. And, you know, you have these people being removed, then it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be a bad situation. 
So it seems like there's a trickle-down effect. You know, Brazil not too long ago went through some financial, you know, trouble. Um, now it's Puerto Rico. It's, it is getting bad. It's getting real bad. So, yeah. But um, as far as Donald Trump and those storms coming through, I never really thought about it that way, brother. Um. But I could say that, you know, we have been getting a lot more uh, storms here um, than usual. Yes, sir. Yeah, we have. So um, I just think that that's uh, definitely, it says a lot, you know. (laughs) Definitely says a lot. I was just here like that, you know. But, um yeah, I will. I'd like uh, to, oh yes, go I'd ahead. Like to, I'd like to bring to the attention that today President Trump signed the executive order to protect and vigorously promote religious liberty. Did you know that? No, but I think that's going to be excellent. Yeah, Amen. they were Washington. They were seeking to appeal. You know, to social conservatives, you know, is what it says, who backed him in heavy numbers. And he will issue this order today, which is Thursday, designed to protect and vigorously promote religious liberty and alleviate the burden of a law designed to prohibit religious leaders from speaking out about politics, according to the senior administration official. The order aims to make it easier for employers with religious objections not to include contraception coverage in workers' health care plans. You know, although they say the federal agency is to determine how that would happen and so forth and so on. So, um, yeah, that was um, signed today by the president. Right. Woo! This is really interesting, man. (laughs) Really interesting. I think, you know, but it definitely helps us uh, because, you know, we would, you know, definitely be guarded against any, um, or let's just say once we, you know, go ahead and start doing things like, you know, putting things in a trust or something like that, if we have uh, private health insurance and all of those different things, the law would basically enforce those things um, where if they say, okay, well, you have to, you have to get these shots and this, that, and the other. Well, what priests have been saying forever about, you know, declaring, you know, your faith and stuff like that and putting it on record, that that bill would solidify, just, that bill would help to solidify that and it'll protect you against uh, anything, you know, that may, Come afterwards. I'm sorry, everybody. I uploaded. Some, I scanned something to my computer, and I was looking to see if I see the seal on it, but it doesn't look like the. I can see the seal, even though I do know the seal for what now? Where are we? You no, know, there was a document that I I um got um. Uh, I guess you could say officialized, and it. I'm trying to see if I can see the seal, but I don't see it. It's not showing up on my when I scanned it. 
to my computer. I don't see it, but never mind. I was speaking out loud. Don't mind me. But yeah, what do you well, what do you think about the deal, Ma? Uh, for that for that what he signed? Yeah. Well <clears throat> you know, I mean a lot of groups they say uh, you know, according to this article also, you know, it says that um well first of all this is national supposed to be national prayer day. And um okay. if you if you yeah, if you back up to two thousand fifteen, uh it says that uh President Vice President Pence had caused a firestorm when he signed the religious freedom law as mm-hmm. governor of Indiana. <clears throat> so people are saying, you know, they the opposition is saying that gay and civil rights advocates protest in front of the White House Wednesday, which was yesterday, saying the pending executive order is the latest Trump administration action that attacks the rights of immigrants, Muslims, women, and members of the LGBT community. So, I mean, you know... <sighs> To me, it's just it's just another thing that you know we just take note of and uh, keep on pushing because you know when it comes to religious uh, rights and things like that under our uh, theocracy, you know we can you know, we can claim it because we are a nation. So it really wouldn't concern us. You know we're not a members of the immigrants, Muslims. You know I am a woman, but you know I'm not too much worried about what they say and do because you know what I'm saying. Right. I'm up under the group, and so. As far as the world, uh, these members of these groups, they got their hands full because he did sign it into, you know. So that means that these pastors and anybody can speak out against this, that, and other, you know. Right. So um, it's just a threat to these these particular groups, and I think they're going to have to regroup and figure out how they can uh, counteract it, you know. Don't become an right. immigrant. You know, if you're an immigrant, that you you need to do what you need to do. If you're a Muslim, you need to lay low. If you're a woman, you know, um, I, I think a lot of that against the women is, you know, like not having abortions and stuff. Uh, by rights, a woman shouldn't. You know, I, I I don't. I really don't like it. You know, women having you know abortions and things, but it depends on their status. But anyway, you know their situation, and then members of the LGBT. You know, the community. Only thing I can say is, a hey, get to an island to go to, or deal with what's, what's getting ready to come, because he does not care for that those particular groups of people. You know, right? What do you think? I th- I mean, I I I kind of agree. But you know, what's really really interesting though is the whole um is the LGBT part because. Okay, are you saying that that's what the bill also protects as well? No, <clears throat> the the executive order would be against. It would attack these groups of people. Oh, They're right. Okay, it would attack it. The, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It will attack their rights, and that's why I said immigrants. Hey, you better figure out what you're gonna do. Muslims, lay low. Women, you know, stop having abortion, whatever, or whatever you gotta do. And members of the LGBT, they're gonna have to either get an island to live on and do what they do their thing, or you know, it's you know, it's outright war on them. I mean, it's right. gonna be an outright I, I, war. I got what you're saying. Um, right. Right. So, well, here's where I come in with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, not about the uh, whole LGBT thing, but I think that, you know, talking about religious liberties and how it, okay, and when we're talking about businesses, mm-hmm. business is formulated 
their articles and, you know, so on and so forth are created. And, you know, they are writing or adopting or whatever into their articles or their bylaws, you know, certain, you know, religious um, religious dispositions. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is they should be yeah, they should be able to do that. They should be able to do that, number one, and I'm just going by the law. They should be able to do that because in law, businesses or corporations are represented as, uh, or considered to be human. So that's that's number one. And number two, if that makes them humans, that that means that that uh that business would have somewhat of a quote unquote moral consciousness. So that moral consciousness should be reflected, you know, in any way that they see fit, whether they be Christian or Muslims. And here's the interesting thing. The Muslims and the uh um Whatever other groups, you know, or whatever, I'll just say the Muslims. The Muslim community can do the exact same thing. If they decide to set up a business today or tomorrow, they can say, okay, well, according to Sharia law, such and such and such and blah, 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 we can't serve you. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, and it will be the same thing with us. We instituted our own businesses. Right. We could say we don't want to, we can't serve Romans. Right. Or we can't serve uh we can't serve uh LGBT community or anything of that nature. You know, it's more so that when you do create a situation like that, if you are a capitalistic person or a business, then you have to take what comes along with that. Because right. it can make you or it can break you. All I'm saying is the right for them to do that is there. So, um, you know, as long as they, you know, didn't write a bill and they're saying that Hebrews are right. Uh, right. to be discriminated against, hey, that is fine with me. But then again, right. they can't do that. They can't do that. You want me to tell you why? Because mm-hmm. they have a uh, they have a particular population of Jewish Americans here, mm-hmm. so they dare not do that, and they dare not do that because the people who run this country are Jewish. Right. So they know better than to do that. Did you see uh, Trump up there the other day on the news, uh, national news, with the Palestinian? Uh, I don't know if he's a representative or some delegate. I heard that he went and he met the man, but I did not get yeah. into why he met him. Yeah, he was. As a matter of fact, uh, let me let me look it up right quick, Mama. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, but and we can the see other what thing got going uh, on. The other thing was uh, with this new um, executive order. Uh, it, it specifically says that this um, this order it's broad, and they said. Uh, you know, there's a, their lawyers for the American Civil Liberties Union Human Rights Campaign said that they uh, are found a legal challenge against the order, and it says that uh, they expressed concerns that Trump's actions would encourage employers to deny birth control services in their health plans and can enable discrimination against gays and religious minorities. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, 
It's like this. They've been writing laws against African Americans for years. You can't drink you know, in this fountain. You can't ride in the front of the bus. <laughs> yeah. So it's like there's going to be somebody that's going to be left out. But what I also realize is this. This is how the machines always seems to get work, always stay working. Because as long as they can, as long as, and I, and I remember when I studied uh, Alexis, Alexis de Tocqueville's Democracy of America, he he was talking about how the need for people to be individuals may cause anarchy. But before they decide that uh, the – before they decide to, you know, uh, cause anarchy, what usually happens is these different groups pop up based off of what they call individualism. Everybody has a, a specific industry that they, you know, do or a, a specific belief that they have. And then what happens is they eventually have these borders within themselves. But then you have a situation where there are rights being encroached on. So then you have to have an arbitrator between these two. As you can see, this is what happened with earlier colonial America where you had the 13 colonies being established, and then, you know, these states wanted to, you know, squat on other people's possession. So when that was happening is they had to come up with a central government to facilitate everybody's individualistic industry. And so now it seems that this machine has propelled itself time and time again by keeping a division in society. You have all these different splinter groups in Christianity. You have all these different splinter groups in the Hebrew community, but they can't make, really make as much money off of that. Uh, but as far as the LGBT community, they have the gays, the lesbians, the pedophiles, the trannies, so on and so forth. Then you have the Muslims. They don't really have a diverse Muslim community here. Maybe in the Middle East they do, but when you're talking about American democracy, it's different. Uh, the Jewish community have the Hasidic Jews, the Orthodox, so on and so forth. So they have all these different factions, and they can make as much money off them because they because their beliefs are different, their needs and wants are different. And if their needs and wants are different, the government has to figure out a way to cater to each and every one of those factions. So this machine is constantly being, you know, propelled because, it's, you know, they keep the division going. They keep the division going. So, you know, I, I look at, you know, this bill that they just passed and it's like, you know that somebody's gonna, they're, it's going to hit and miss some people. Mm-hmm. It's going to provide what it needs to provide for whoever, and then whoever it doesn't provide, then it's just kind of like, oh well, you know. But then, then that's where the lobbying comes in, and 
the the marching and all that stuff comes in. I mean, that's just that that's you know, that's just the way it is. Those are the the miniature civil wars that goes on in order to you know make things change for certain people. But um, I know there's the bigger elephant in the room. You know, what do we do about the quote unquote Israelite question? <laughs> you know, eventually that's going to take on a whole revolution of its own. Because everybody's waking up now, and it's like eventually when they start seeing what they are and who they are and what's going on, they're going to demand changes or they're going to demand certain things being done. So I think the United States may, I'm pretty sure they've been preparing for that. Um, but again, just this bill alone is just, you know, it's not going to, everybody ain't going to eat. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Some people go stop, you know. So that's just my opinion. Um, Akira, what do you think about it? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was, I look at it as a as another little power move for uh, for the ones who are already in power because they already know how to establish law and government, and as they've been observing the United States, they know that us as the Negroes, we don't know how to establish ourselves in law and government, so that'll be a good move to uh, throw it in a religious form because you know a lot of us in it, but we don't know how to operate through it using the right, right you know, the religious right and part of the government, and uh, you know that's that's gonna lead for a lot of churches and stuff to break off, but you have to know that well we know that the the, the churches are ignorant to the fact that government, law, and commerce, so. They're not going to maintain once they do break off because that will give them a, you know, I look at it like, like that. It's like a setup, but it's like a, a reliever, too. If you know how to do law, government, commerce, then, you know, you will be relieved in them situation. But if you don't know how to do it, then they can ready to see where people stand. And I, I believe, you know, it's a, another form of uh, taking over for or helping China take over. You know, because that means you go weave out who know what, you know, right. and, and use them for the benefit. See which, which ones is, uh, how you say it, more, more uh, well, shoot, it might be in the worst way. But since I think of it like that, you know, I was getting ready to say which one more beneficial to the uh, to the cause that they're doing, then mm-hmm. it could be, well, you know, they find out you are law, law uh, how you say it, aware and you know what you're doing, and that could be a power move to, to remove you, you know, remove whoever like that. Or the war strategy, and they might have a different different way or a different strategy. This could be one of their strategies with that idea. I mean, if it, if it would remove anybody, it probably would remove the LGBT community, but I would highly doubt that that would be the case since they control or have a, a majority interest uh, financially, in a lot of the things that America does, <laughs> so I don't think that that'll affect them any much more. The churches, I don't see it that I don't think it would cause them to vacate. 
considering the fact that most churches get their funding from the gov uh from the government or there are a lot of government, you know, uh um you know Yes sir, that's I, I like what it. I was meaning. Uh, that's what I was meaning. Most churches do get their government I mean funding from government. So right. they don't know how to how to govern themselves as far as, you know, well some of them do accumulate money, but some get more money than others. But if you cut that government supply off them, where would that lead the churches? If they have to this this might be a way in that form that they got where they don't have to relieve the churches no more, you know, any little thing that can well, uh Make them independent now. Right. Well, well, let me say, yeah, you're right. I don't think it would cut them off, but then they have to decide how they would handle the whole situation with, um, well, I guess this was another way I was looking at it as well. Would have churches start decided to say, okay, well, we we don't, you know, the law came out to protect our religious, you know, liberties. And now we don't want, you know, we don't want the LGBT community in our churches anymore. Okay. So, I mean, it would be two things. This really kind of put churches in all, it it, it may put churches in the bind because they can either enforce the policy or not. They can either decide that, hey, we don't want the LGBT community in our church and we could, um, we, you know, we just don't want you in our church and then, then that community just start, you know, funding the churches. You understand what I'm saying? They just start funding the churches and giving all their money and, you know, things like that to the cause. And it could be somebody in, you know, somebody in Congress who might come right around and say, you know what, I we may eventually just stop, you know, uh, pulling our funding as well. But I I don't see how that would be the case. But as far as them removing certain people from the churches, you know, to you know, now that they have religious freedom, that could cause a whole uproar. But I think that is the beginning of that will be the beginning of letting the people in the church see, you know, what was what you know what was really hiding behind these pastors, how these pastors was really making it happen. Because um, a lot of these pastors is getting over, you know. They were really starting to see the power behind these pastors, man. Um, and then they could decide whether or not that church is where they need to be or that church is where they need to stay. Um, I don't know. It's a lot that that, church, that bill can do. But I know what it, I, you know, my focus is what it can do for us specifically. Um I know for specifically it can help us to enforce our particular constitution, you know. So that's that's I think that's the beautiful thing about it. I think that's the greatest thing about it. So, you know, I guess, you know, he did do something, you know, to, to benefit. But, again, like everybody ain't going to eat. So uh, anybody else have any thoughts on the particular um, – Executive order that um, Donald Trump passed. Excuse me. Oh, um, by the way, uh, Ema, the guy name is Abbas. Okay. 
Yeah. So. Well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me read that again. Trump vows to work for Israeli-Palestinian peace. Okay. I mean, but I'm trying to figure exactly how he's going to try to pretend to be a mediator when Trump already announced that he was going to, you know, help Israel uh, do what it is that he, you know, planned on doing for them, helping them to become recognized as a state. Mm-hmm. And he has no right to he has no right to go over there and try to arbitrate between those two. Only thing he can do is say, "Hey, y'all work it out." But I think that he should definitely kind of leave that alone mm-hmm. because if he get himself involved in that, it's definitely going to come down as a breach of uh, United States. Um, United States law because he's overreaching foreign uh, uh, foreign policy. He's not supposed to have any do anything to do with that conflict in terms of acknowledging uh, foreign foreign jurisdiction or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's what that whole situation was. If I can remember that Zevertowski uh, case that happened with a young guy was trying to get Jerusalem on his passport, but he was born in Israel, but he tried to get Jerusalem on his passport. His parents were from America. They had him in Israel, but he tried to get Jerusalem on his passport, and they told him no because Jerusalem was not a part of Israel. And then that's when the whole thing came up, where they were saying, "You, you, you knew, you know about this because we talked about this several years ago." And they came up with the verdict saying that no, you, the president cannot get involved in that, especially talking about recognizing foreign jurisdiction, mm-hmm. or he doesn't have the right to recognize that state, so to speak, recognize any foreign country as a, a state. I think he has the right to recognize foreign jurisdiction. But to declare someone a state, he don't have that right to do it for, uh, foreignly. At least that's what I remember. Er, Zevotovsky versus Kerry. Oh, Zivotovsky versus. Hey, that's what it's. United States Supreme Court case in which the court held that the president has an exclusive power of recognition. And therefore, Congress may not require the State Department to indicate in passports that Jerusalem is a part of uh, Israel. Okay, so that was 2015. It says, is uh, versus Kerry. Is a United States Supreme Court case in which the court held that the president has an exclusive power of recognition. So they have the right to recognize, but... And therefore, Congress may not require the State Department to indicate in passports that Jerusalem is part of Israel. So they can't do that. So if he's going to get over there, he's going to have to be persuading the Palestinians. But again, he can't can't force them to do it. (laughs) And that's all it looks like it's going to be. That's all it looks like it's going to be. 
look like he may try to force them to do it. Maybe he may, you know, try to do a coup d'etat against the Palestinian president or Abbas or whatever he is and then try to force him to do it. It's going to be something. It's going to be something. Oh, and by the way, Mama, this is on Oye's. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like Oye. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so when you are... Um, ma'am? Oh, yes. You're talking about Oh yes. It's on yeah, Oh yes. I don't know why okay. I call it Oh yes. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that, that's my spot, you know. Okay. Yes, ma'am. It's on Oh yes. I mean, Oh, 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 uh, oh yes. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that is status in the hand of SCOTUS. Patterson. Yeah, that's old. Okay, but um, he doesn't. He 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 doesn't have the right to do it. But let me go back to that article. It mm-hmm. says uh, Trump vows to work for Israeli-Palestinian peace. Says that he uh, vows to work as a mediator. Mm. Donald Trump on Wednesday vowed to work as a mediator, an arbitrator, or a facilitator. Well, I don't think he. They should take the word arbitrator out. If he's gonna be mm-hmm. a mediator, mm-hmm. mediator is totally different from an arbitrator. Arbitrator is someone who's there to judge the cause or mm-hmm. judge between the two parties. You right. can't go right. over there and judge anything. You don't have no jurisdiction over there. Right. Over in if Israel. Over there in Israel or Palestine. I thought them. I thought we had discussed this a long time ago, where they did have jurisdiction because they set up Israel uh, in oh, 1948. You're Remember? right. I forgot. Yeah, they do. Remember? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And that I think back, yes, by Harry Truman, he uh, recognized the Jewish mm-hmm. uh, recognition. So yeah, they do have jurisdiction over there. And then I also have to remember that Israel is an extension of the United States via straw man. So, yeah, they do have jurisdiction, but they do not have jurisdiction in Palestine. So for them to say that he said an arbitrator, they should take that out. That's going to be kind of uh, like he kind of, you know, he try, he, he, he kind of giving away his motive. <laughs> so, uh, well, you know, <clears throat> I was just saying, you know, but this has been a thing of the past from all the presidents all the way down to President Obama when, you know, he, uh, you know, he, he, you know, he had the idea of uh, two people state, you know, and right. Israel's Jewish state and then the homeland for the Jewish people and the state of Palestine as the homeland for the uh, Palestinian people. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, a lot of them have tried to do that, but. I wanted to, um, before you finish, I wanted to take you to what um, actually the scriptures say about it. I think it's it's Jeremiah twelve fourteen seventeen. if you don't mind. Jeremiah it says, uh, Thus saith most high against all my evil neighbors that touched the inheritance which I have caused my people Israel to inherit. Behold, I will pluck them out of their land and pluck out the house of Judah from among them. And it shall come to pass, after that I have plucked them out, I will return and have compassion on them and will bring them again, every man on his heritage and every man to his land. And what was, and what was this, Mom? What verse, Jeremiah what verse? 12, 
14 through 17, uh, you know, that was, uh, okay, uh, through his land. And then it says, and it shall come to pass after that, I have plucked them out, I will return and have compassion on them, will bring them again, every man to his heritage and every man to his land. And it shall come to pass, if they will diligently learn the ways of my people to swear by my name, saying, Yah liveth as they taught my people to swear by Baal, then, Baal, then they shall... Then shall they be built in the midst of my people. But if they will not obey, I will utterly pluck up and destroy that nation, saith the Most High. Yeah. So, he, so he gave them that inheritance. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the Palestinians. Yeah, he gave them the Palestinians. Mm-hmm. But um, what ends up happening is at this particular point in time, oh, well, let me say it this way. When Okay, you reading that. What does that say about this particular situation with Trump going over there trying to mediate or arbitrate or facilitate peace? Well, if you go further, you know, uh, the Most High plans to uproot, according to the words he said, plans to uproot and destroy any nation that seized the land. He gave to the Jews as an inheritance, and uh, the question now remains when. So according to uh, the Messiah, he provided a major clue to the end of Palestine. He told, uh, you know, he told Judah that he, he had other sheep not of their fold. He told the Jews he came to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, also called Ephraim or, or Joseph. That's in mm-hmm. John ten six. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, you know, it's been going on forever, and no one can bring peace <clears throat> but the Most High when it comes down to, you know, the opposition of those two, two uh, you know, to, to right. lands, yeah. I just don't see Trump being able to do no more than anybody else. <laughs> I really I, don't. I would see if he was acting on his own cause, if he was acting on his own cognizance. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't think he, you know, I don't think he would be the one. No. Hopefully he isn't, and hopefully he decides that he, you know, don't want to be the one because it could really. It could really, really, um, it could really put um, them in a, a interesting situation. But lo and behold, um, moving, moving forward, it says uh, to work as a mediator, mediator, an arbitrator, or a facilitator to help broker. Are you kidding me? to help broker peace between the Israelis mm. and the Palestinians. As he welcomed Palestinian Authority President Mohammed Abbas to the White House, we will get this done, Trump vowed. Mm. Um, Trump reiterated the need for Israelis and Palestinians to broker a peace through direct negotiations and called on Palestinian leaders to speak in a, a unified voice against incitement to violence and hate. There's such hate but hopefully there won't be such hate for very long. Oh, wow. <laughs> Speaking alongside Abbas in the Roosevelt Room, the Palestinian leader expressed his support for a two-state solution to the conflict and the long-held Palestinian desire for a capital in East Jerusalem, welcoming Trump's role as a mediator, mm. as a mediator uh, in the peace negotiations. He said he had hoped about process for peace with Trump in that role as he praised the president for his negotiating acumen. I believe that we are capable of uh, capable under leadership and under your courageous stewardship 
and your wisdom, as well as your great negotiating ability. I believe we can be partners, true partners to you. I bring about a historic peace treaty, Abba said to an interpreter. Now, Mr. President, with you, we have hope. But now you got to think, like, and and Abba's ain't no fool, because once they read that treaty, if he's smart enough he's to read the mm-hmm. treaty, he's going to find something in there that he don't agree with. And nine times out of ten, if they do come up with a, I got a feeling, if they do decide to come up with a two-state solution, they're going to try to draw those borders to make sure that Jerusalem is included within the borders that belong to Israel. Mm -hmm. That is going to really screw them up if they don't read that treaty in it that is in there. But it just so happens that if they do form a two-state solution, and almost kind of like a partition straight down the middle of the area that separates the two. They just gotta, I mean, it's just what it is. Jerusalem is in the borders of Palestine, and, you know. Are you outside? No, I'm not outside. I'm inside. Someone's outside. Oh, oh okay. Sound like someone's outside. Someone yeah, else is outside. I hope I'll see you in these locations. We've been gone for quite some time. I know she said she's going to call back in. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Hopefully she'll be okay. Yeah, um, she's probably still going through her motion. <laughs> yeah. I had done something interesting um, that I thought was interesting. Um, there was a a town up for sale. It just went up for sale in the last part of April. Buyers wanted tiny Oregon town for sale, and they want three point five million. And it had it brings with it six houses, uh, general store, gas station. Land on the post office, um, undeveloped parcel, water rights, and infrastructure that includes sidewalks, five hydrants, and then working power station, an elementary school classroom, but it's separately. Uh, it was built in 2014, and it's up for sale uh, separately, you know. So that was interesting. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, man, oh, man. <laughs> $3.5 <laughs> for an actual town, and it's in yeah. Oregon. And it's uh, in Oregon. Oregon, uh-huh. With the, you know, with plenty of, um, isn't that where a lot of farmland is? Farmland and forest, yeah, yeah. Shalom, Shalom, Ima. Shalom, uh-huh. uh, Minister. Shalom. Uh, Oregon just, just uh, I think they did the, uh, not, not too long back, they started taking gold and silver for property as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can, you probably, we could probably buy that with gold and silver. <laughs> right, it, it's got 265 acres, one square kilomo- uh, kilometer, 29 district parcels, water and timber rights, and a variety of zoning from residential to industrial. Man. Woo! Look here. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something, you know? To Mom, that, would, that would be wow. like freaking. Yeah. Man. Let me tell you something. But I do believe in due time. Uh, yeah, the there'll be more of those up for sale. Yeah. In due time, 
when the value of this land, like if they were to go for a bankruptcy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everything up for sale. Yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the ones in this nation who got that silver together, mm. hold on to your silver because mm. we are going to need it. Because if we can get, if we can take that silver and buy some of this land, it is owned and hopping. Mm-hmm. We would be able to literally call ourselves a foreign country because we have our own, we already have our own jurisdiction and we're already a nation. What will make us a country is if we have the territory and we really, you know, walk mm-hmm. Country. I'm sorry, Mama. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, when you're speaking of silver, it's uh, ironic that uh, just Tuesday the U.S. dollar hit a six-week high <laughs> against the yen. How about that? So the U.S. dollar hit uh, 112.30 yen. The dollar hit 112.30 yen. That's the highest since March, and you know, uh, Monday. This Monday, it it was showing weak. You you know. Uh, the yen was, you know, so I'm saying, hmm, that's interesting. Right. Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we shall see how that works. <laughs> but I wonder if, I wonder if that has anything to do, Wait, and you were at this Monday? Uh, yeah, you could probably find it on a CN. go to CNBC. And it's the dollar hits, uh, you know. An all week high. Yeah, hits six so week high. Six, six, six week, week high. high. Okay, six mm-hmm. week high. I wonder why. I mean, considering that the government was about to go through a shutdown, I don't see how the government would have been worth the dollar would have been worth right. anything. Right. But oh well. Um. I mean, I don't know. Well, they're talking about. Um, you know, some of the analysis are saying the closure of the Toyota market, Toyota market for the golden week of the holidays was contributing to that lack of, you know, liquidity in the yen. So it oh. kind of exuberated its weakness against the dollar and the euro. So, you know, it de- it depends on, you know, the trade, you know. The, you know right. how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to step away from my computer. Um, but for the most part, wow. Yeah. So I didn't, and I didn't hear anything too much about uh, the government shutdown. But that's only because they passed the one trillion dollar spending bill uh, mm-hmm. up until September. So hmm. you know, September of this year. September of this year. Okay. But see, the interesting thing about it, they were saying that we had enough, uh, we had enough money to carry us up until September. Mm-hmm. But now they're saying that they, uh, obviously they've raised the debt ceiling, um, so that we can get one trillion that we would have up until September. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know, you know what's going on. Uh, oh, I don't know what's going on, but. One thing I can say is, you know, when you can just print money out of thin air, you know, yeah, it is what it I, is. I want to bring up something else, you know, um, in Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, and I know a lot of people up there, you know, I got relatives and stuff up in Indianapolis. They just recalled some dog food called Coco-licious, 
and it's because it, it contains the euthanasia drug in it. <laughs> and just think of some of the people that... It has uh, euthanasia drug in yes, the dog? Yes, yes, to put down pets, and it's in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, come it's, on. It's from, it's from the company called Party Animals, and uh, it's called Cocalicious Beef and Turkey and the Cocalicious Chicken and Beef. And... Uh, it had it had best by July 2019. The the turkey and beef and the chicken and beef is best by 2019. So just think of some actual people that eat that stuff. Right, some of the dog food. It's dog food. It has uh, euthanasia uh, drugs in it, and uh, it, it, it contains uh, pentobarbital, a drug used to you know anesthetize or put down pets. Man. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> they trying to kill the dogs. But I mean, I can kind of see that happening because this um, lady had purchased uh, this uh, flea killer for for her for her uh, uh, German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Said that the first day they noticed that the dog was just lying there. Uh, wouldn't move, was just, like, really, really tired. The second day, she noticed that uh, the dog, I think, was, like, when he did walk, he would limp or something like that. Wow. And then the third day, the dog, I don't know if he was overheated or what, but they ended up taking the dog to the vet because it was, like, Something is wrong with the dog. The like the dog was just like almost kind of like lethargic or something was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they found out that there was something in the the um, flea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it was like a pill or a lotion or something like that. It's like one of those little flea gels or something that they put on the on the dog's uh, uh, fur, and it's supposed to kill the fleas. Well, unfortunately, what ended up happening was they put the company put something in the dog, uh, the flea killer, that damn near killed the dog. Mm. And they were saying they posted it on Facebook saying, "Please beware of this particular product because now it's you know it's, it's killing dogs." You know, my dog almost died. And this was just from some flea killer. Mm-hmm. It's a jail or something. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the name of it. but So I'm not really sure exactly uh, what would be the purpose of them putting euthanasia or putting stuff in the flea killers. Mm-hmm. Only thing I can think of is it, I obviously see where it would work uh, for population control. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a form of population control because if they can kill as many dogs, as, you know, that'll be less that they have to put in a homeless shelter or put to sleep or, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it'd be a definite, you know, population control. Mm. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, it's profound and, and kind of sad, but there are a lot of, uh, I, I, you know, people, especially Caucasians, that eat, literally eat dog food. Yeah, I, I, I'm i pretty sure there are. 
<laughs> and uh, they love it too. Wow. God help them. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you couldn't pay me to be putting no dog food in my body. I'm sorry, I just can't do it. Wow. I just couldn't do it. But then, I mean, you got some folks who, you know, uh, yeah. are hungry. And yeah. um, they don't have any, you know, they don't have any income or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I cannot get my phone to pull up anything. My phone is acting really crazy. But Pretty I know that my Wi-Fi is still out. Well, my Wi-Fi is, you know, still... Yeah. Kind of sticky since the storm, but maybe I have to go back to the computer. Anybody has any other topics? The station ain't falling on the record. I, I, if no one does, I like to bring up also that if anybody drinks Coca Cola or any kind of well, Coca Cola product, uh, they they're launching an investigation for human wastes. It was found on a shipment of Coke, you know, Coke cans, and and basically they said that uh, uh, from Germany, and they were just basically saying, you know, they launched an investigation. They're saying that some of the workers or maybe immigrants that were coming on that on the shipment probably just used the bathroom and used it on the cans. But anyway, there's an investigation into that. Who would pee or somebody? <laughs> That's uh, real sick. That's some real. You got to be a real sick individual to do something like that. But then again, I mean, I don't. You know, the world is full of people like that. So yeah. Mm. Oh boy. I know. Peace. Um. Yo, what are they doing in this? Um. Anybody has anything else? If not, we can adjourn at 9. I just want to give everybody a chance to put something on the record. Oh, uh, I know what I wanted to ask. Is the university still down? I think it is because Brother Priest put on the WhatsApp where to pay their, uh, you know, their um, their dues. Oh, okay. so he, he he's got on the WhatsApp uh, the that was the last post and it says uh, please pay dues at uh, PayPal da 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 wow university is down for maintenance so I'm assuming it's still down. Oh boy. Okay. I'll make sure that I um pay my stuff tonight so I could I don't have to worry about it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, it's been a really crazy week. Yeah. Um, just all of this stuff going on, and you know, seeing the government take shape, you know, the way that it is, um, it's just a, it's just a lot going on. Oh, by the way, they are not going to come. Big, the cops who killed the guy in Louisiana. Scott Case. Yeah, they're not mm-hmm. going to convict him. He pleaded guilty. Did he? Yeah, he pleaded guilty, which gave him a lesser, you know. He, and then they dropped part of the charge. They dropped the charge, some of the charges. So it wasn't, you know, he pleaded guilty. <laughs> man, oh man. 
you know, but they, you know, the first time around the jury was hung. So um, this time around, in order to not, you know, go back through that process again and again and again, he pleaded guilty, which would bring him a lesser charge. Now, but according to those uh, so-called analysts, they had a male and female, Negro male and female, on the uh, when it first was breaking news uh, yesterday, I think it was, and I'm saying, you know, they always put the Negroes up there when it comes down to something like this, you know, to give their opinion. But they did right. say that the, that by him pleading guilty could still bring a life sentence. Now what they're waiting is the judge's decision. Hmm. Okay. Wow. So, you know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, oh boy, it's like, how do we, you know, how do we end up, uh, no, not, I'm not going to ask that question. I'm pretty sure we know now how we end up in the situation that we're in. Right. Um, it's just, uh, it's just amazing just to see how long we, you know, we stood. Oh, uh, I do want to make mention that I know some time ago, we mentioned that the founders, the three founders of Five Links, mm-hmm. underwent investigation and were indicted. Well, tomorrow they are going back to court mm-hmm. uh, to be, I think, to be sentenced. What? They were found. Uh, they were found guilty. Indicted uh, for real. Either they were going tomorrow to be sentenced or they're going to trial because they were released. They were released. Um, I think they were released on a, um, I think they were released while they were still under investigating, under investigation. But it's interesting because I thought that they had already been investigated since 2015. Mm-hmm. They had already been investigated. Jared Beck, um, um, Guck and uh, I think Donaldson or whatever his last name is. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the mm-hmm. three guys who was funneling the money to off. Uh, well, I wouldn't say offshore accounts, but I guess you could consider them offshore accounts. They were uh, shell companies, four million dollars, um, and um, they were wiring the four million dollars from investors to these accounts against the company's policy. And the interesting thing is they wrote the company policy. Wow. <laughs> so uh, they, I think they will be going to be sentenced um, tomorrow or I don't know. Let me, as a matter of fact, let me go back to that article and see if it's still there. It looks there. Oh. Uh, I think, and, and the reason why, I don't feel I, I honestly I don't feel any remorse for them. No, not remorse. I don't feel any sympathy for them because I look at the I look at the platform of that MLM and I look at the target of their sale and I look at the target of the uh people who are going to do all of this work, mm-hmm. and it is our people. Right. It is our people, these low-income to, uh, to middle-income 
uh, black, so-called blacks and so-called Latinos that are getting, you know, these quote-unquote entrepreneurial jobs. Mm-hmm. But they're sucking them dry. They're sucking a little bit of dignity that they have left as a human being, quote-unquote. And the people at the top who just so happen to all be caucasoids, mm-hmm. you know, they just live in life. And, you know, you know, I was on I was on YouTube yesterday and somebody made a report about it and um they were saying that they hope that five links can recover from it. I said I hope they fall. Mm-hmm. I don't wish ill on anybody but I hope that their business falls because you know, I watched what it did to this nation, and I watched what it did to people in general. And you know, I just, I just hate anything that can destroy a people. They're Especially trying to our get people. You know, uh, they're trying to get a one-year prison sentence. You know, and they, they, it, you know, according to. Um, uh, the, you know, they had stole or embezzled three billion. <laughs> three billion? I thought it was four million. Well, no billion. It says James Merle prepares to face a judge. Well, Wednesday, so I guess it was yesterday for his sentencing in the three billion global tel- telex free fraud. His lawyer will argue. So you know, it's one particular guy, I guess. But it looks like it's more. It appears to be more. You know, what I mean, you know. Well, it was more because it was the three founders, Jason Guck um, and Jerry Beck, and then it, I think it was Donaldson. But okay, it might you know, not. This might be something else then. <laughs> it might be. Oh, because I about to, and I about yeah. to say, if you're trying to get a one-year sentence after you done bezeled three billion from people, right? Uh, well, then they need to release Bernie Madoff then. Yeah. Because uh, that man embezzled billions of dollars. And he got plenty of jail time, and you think yeah. that you They got a movie you, coming out about him now. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Bernie Madoff. Yeah, yeah I'm watching. Murdoch. Yeah, it's a, it's I, another, I, I'm it's really watching that because I want to see exactly what he did. Yeah, not that you know. Movie. Mm-hmm. I, not that I you know would do it, but I want to see exactly what happened. That you would you know you would come up with such a plan, and then you know you took the fall for it because I know. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we all know that he didn't, you know, act alone. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> he had a lot of hidden hands in that. And, and Robert De Niro plays him. He plays Bernie Madoff. Who? Ro- Robert De Niro will play it. Mm-hmm. I think that is a good – I think he'll be a good candidate for it. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he, he, he is going to play it. Mm-hmm. He's playing it. Yeah, I think he definitely – he will fit the character – Mm-hmm. Um, for somebody, because he would make the character come alive. Robert De Niro, he's, I think he's a very uh, awesome actor. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, that'll be, I don't know when it's coming out, but it's uh, it's a new movie about mm-hmm. him. I think it's called The Wizard of Lies. Yeah, it's called The Wizard of Lies. Isn't that kind of, isn't that kind of uh, uh, amazing how that comes out like that, The Wizard of Lies? Right. Wow. <laughs> I want to uh, see exactly how that's going to play out. Cause, uh, 
The Wizard of Lies? That's what That's they what call it's the movie? That's what it's called, and it's about murder. Well, then... And Robert and mm-hmm. Then that place where he working must be Oz. <laughs> Hello? I See, mean, you... you you remember we talk about it all the time. We say basically that they give us the truth with lies. Yeah. You know, and uh, you, when you in comparison to the Wizard of Oz, and now it's the Wizard of Lies. You know, I mean, are they trying to tell us something? Right. Oh man. Oh, by the way, yeah, it says they were arraigned in United States District Court. Okay. Um. This was, but this was around March. This when it first got busted. They were arraigned in United States District Courts before the uh, U.S. Magistrate Judge Jonathan Feldman, and then they were released. They are scheduled to return tomorrow, which is May the fifth, Friday. Um, but this article that I saw the last time said that if they get, if they were found guilty, they were all. Okay, yeah, Jeb, Tyler, Jason, Gook, and Craig, Jared Banks. If they were all found guilty, they could each look at 20 years. Mm. Mm. I mean, wow. sir, who's right? Because people people trusted you with their money, and you took and you took and scammed these people out of their money. Mm. And you should just hear how they get on them stages and try to just – you. Reach your dream. It's your dream. No, it's your dream. Mm-hmm. I'm just working for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just doing all the work for your dream. Right. You know, it ain't my dream. It's your dream. Right. You know, but it says uh, caused false financial reports to be routinely generated and disclosed to investors. The investors relied on the false financial representations provided by filings to make major financial decisions over multiple years. As a result of the defendant's collective decision to engage in this scheme and divert money from filings without the knowledge of approval or approval of the investors, the investors were materially impacted based on information they believed to be accurate, which resulted in a financial loss of at least $4 million. Uh, when I'm trying to find where it's stated, Oh, whoa, check this out. This is the this is the one of those companies was it's about time. Mm-hmm. Talking about okay, wait. Here's how Jerbeck Guck and Tyler robbed Five Links investors and its affiliates blind. When high earning affiliates left Five Links, Jerbeck Guck and Tyler transferred their positions to various shell companies' positions. That, you know what? That's crazy because yesterday night I saw a video of somebody said that Jarabek left. So they left five links. They had left five links, I assume, in 2015 because mm-hmm. that's when that video I saw was made. It says, beginning in approximately 2009 through at least May 15, 2015, it's about time. It okay, so it's about time is one of the shell companies that they own. Hmm. Accounts received approximately ninety seven point six million. One point one million was wired into a citizen's bank account with the authorized signer listed on the account as defendant Jerbeck. 
The remaining 6.5 million was wired into another account in the name of Telecom Broker Network. Per Department of State Business Records, a company bearing the name of Telecom Broker Network has defended Jarabek listed as the sole officer. Wow. <laughs> From the wow. Telecom Broker Network account, sell of the 6.5 million was further divided as follows. A fourteen okay a fourteen thousand five hundred and thirty six was wired to a J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, uh, NA account in the name of Telecom Broker Network, or TBN. This account lists defendant Jerbeck as the only signer. One hundred and forty four thousand seven hundred and seventy two was wired to the Canon Dugois National Bank account in the name of of the telecom broker network. This account lists Tyler and Jared Beck as authorized signers. $2,178,194 was transferred to an account in the name of Mirage Development. <laughs> wow. First Department of State Business Records a company bearing the name of Raj Development lists defendant Jerbeck as the sole officer. D, $2,118,194 was transferred into account in the name of defendant Tyler. $2,118,194 was transferred into an account in the name of defendant Guck. Then there was $11,658.51 was placed onto debit cards. Another shell company was Five Links Incorporated. Two, Gofi, G-O-F-Y. Oh, mama, I do not want to read what G-O-F stands for, but let me just say what it stands for. G-O-F-Y stands for. Go F yourself. Oh, my. Oh, my. Ooh. Go fudge. Oh, God. But it. But if anyone asked, they were told it stood for go for you. Mm. Wow. Beginning in approximately May wow. 15, 2011. Through May 15, 2015, go Go F yourself received $2.7 million from five links to an account in the name of uh, G-A-A, uh, uh, G-O-F-Y, Guck. Mm. Wow. Was, is that serious? Is that what that meant for them? Is that what they were saying it was? Yeah, that's what they said it stood for. But well, when anybody asked them what it meant, they said it means go for you. Oh, but it actually meant what that what the other one. That's what it says. Another so show karma's com- come back to do oh, just that. Yeah, yeah to hmm. do just that. It hmm. says among other disbursements, two point seven million was divided as follows. A six point five on a six six hundred and fifty four thousand four hundred and thirteen was transferred to an account in the name of defendant Tyler. $648,721 was transferred into an account in the de- name of the defendant, Guck. 
663,482 was the, was transferred and transferred to an account in the name of Mirage Development. $50,997 to an account in the name of Go F Yourself at Canon du, uh, Canon Canada, no, Canon de Igua, I can't, National Bank. That Go F Yourself account listed defendants Tyler and Jerabek as authorized signers. This is really some interesting stuff. Wow. Tyler had a member of his IT staff gain five links, five links compensation plan to credit IAT's affiliate account with revenue anytime a sale was made company-wide. Jason Gokat, the same implemented for the Go F Yourself account. None of the shell company affiliates accounts set up for five links, co-founders generated revenue for the company. But they were taking the money out of the company. Wow. At one point, a staff member of Five Links Financial Department uncovered uncovered the deception behind the IAT account. When Jeff Tyler found out, he was purportedly very angry and told the staff member, this is what all multi-level marketing owners do. Mm. The staff member identified as Witness B was told by the defendants that they do they did not want anyone to know about the account, so the accounts were restricted by the information technology department. Witness B was also involved in a conversation where the defendants discussed that they had to be careful the investors did not find out about IAT or go F yourself. When they weren't siphoning money out of five links via bogus affiliate positions, Jarabet, Guck, and Tyler wired five link funds to themselves as they pleased. In addition to the aforementioned representative accounts, five links also wired money directly into an account bearing the names name Jason Gulk, Jeff Tyler, and Mirage Development Incorporated. Once the money was in the defendant's individual accounts, the defendants then transferred the money onto debit cards or into a variety of bank accounts, all who list the defendants individually as authorized signers. Various bank accounts were opened up between 2010 and 2011, for no other purpose, it seems, than to commit fraud. Craig Jarabek personally used funds transferred for five links into Mirage Development to, among other things, fund improvements to a second home. Well, duh. Mm. Jason Guck opened up a bank account in the name of Yaya Holdings Corp. in 2010. Guck used trans- transferred funds for his personal benefit, including 10000 transferred to his TD Ameritrade bulk brokerage account a 10000 payment to American Express, and an 8700 cash withdrawal, among other things. Jill Tyler opened up a bank account in 2010 under the name of JT Global Consulting Incorporation. Tyler used funds periodically transferred into the account for his personal ben- uh, benefit. One, mm. instance, one instance saw Tyler write a check to himself for $50,000 in April 2014. Well, at least we know how they've been funding those callers that they were trying to give their SECs. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, how, my this, God. Where did they get all this money at? Through, through the people? or? Yes, they were getting this money. This was the $4 million. Okay, and it was through, you know, getting people to be a part of this pyramid, and they was getting people and, and yeah, so that's forth that. and so on. 
I'm look. I'm assuming so. Maybe they had you know investors like they. Maybe they had development deals that investors were on, and then they were taking the investors' money, and then they were doing what they were doing. That's the only thing I can think of. Because I'm just like, wait a minute. If y'all getting this money from commission, then I don't see why it would be a crime. But this has to be other than commission money. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that money, you know, I don't know, Mama. But Do you think five links will continue, or is it is it threatened? I hope not. Because everything that Violet stands for, obviously, is a fraud. Wow. I mean, well, the people who ran it stood for it is a fraud, but even MLMs in itself are scams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, I don't think anything of it. I don't care. I think that I do know that the people who took these $4 million from these people need to be put behind bars. Mm-hmm. Because that wasn't your money. You can't you steal people money. These hardworking people trusted you with their money, and then you go and you steal their money. Mm-hmm. And go and well, put it in, go F yourself account. Wow. You got well, the balls. They'll eventually be on a, a American Greed, I'm pretty sure. Mama, this need to be on American Greed 2017 Special Edition. <laughs> Because this right was like, this was some real interesting stuff. I think what what really just took the cake for me was to go F yourself account. That was it. I was like. That acronym, so that's what they was actually saying and laughing all the way to the bank, huh? Yeah, laughing all the way to the bank. It means go F yourself, but when anybody else asks what it meant, it means, oh, go for you. So. but, you know, wow. that just shows the, you know, I mean, we talk about our Negro people all the time and their state of mind con- condition or their state of mind status. I mean, don't that apply to those Caucasians and those that do stuff like that? It shows their state of mind. Yeah. Also, you know, they're not very bright because, I mean, you doing all that, you surely you would, I would, you know, if I was into all that like that, I would be really concerned because I know, you know, eventually that stuff's going to catch up. But you know, I think I so what I think what people hit and miss is when you know you get comfortable with doing and something greedy, like that, greedy. and you get greedy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like I mean, it's just like America. America done got so comfortable with nobody saying we're gonna take America to the United States court. Mm-hmm. They got comfortable with that because they know that you know at the snap of the finger they can just write up a check and fund the whole country. Mm-hmm. And then they can put people to sleep, you know, give everybody a platform who accepts their system. And the ones that they don't, they railroad, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, wow. Yeah. Oh, listen to this. Tyler used, oh, okay, with regards to Five Links investors, throughout their approximate 10-year business relationship, the defendants failed to disclose at any point that they were independent contractors of Five Links. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that they were covertly receiving millions of dollars in additional compensation without the investor's knowledge or permission. Following a buyout by Filelink, the company began experiencing financial difficulty based on the misstated financial do- documents provided to the investors. The investors agreed to accept a buyout of their series. Oh, so they were development deals that was going on, and these investors were a part of it. 
And when they weren't making good on this money, they tried to buy these investors out. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. Investor A stated that had the investors been aware of the excess commissions mm-hmm. the defendants received, they would have insisted that most, if not all, of the buyout be paid in cash versus partial cash and the remainder in loan notes. After the buyout, five banks began to struggle financially, and at times the company ran out of cash mid-month. Wow, and that's why they was getting everybody to go across country to get them money because mm. they were broke. <laughs> wow. The liquidity crisis prompted Investor B to provide an additional loan to five. Oh, they provided a loan to five links, which oh. was to be paid off in approximately a little more than a year. At some point in 2015, based on representations, made by the defendants and the fraudulent financial documents being provided, the investors agreed to a $4 million reduction of the original buyout purchase price in mm-hmm. order to help five links with their financial burden. The investors were only paid $730,126 instead of a much larger amount owed. So guess where they were getting this money that they were paying the investors from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we all know where they were getting it from. They were getting it from the commission. Yeah. They were using the commission money. Lord, I, I could say some things right now. I'm going to keep it to myself. They were using the commission money, and they were using it to pay back that loan that they got from these investors. So now we know that it wasn't necessarily a development deal, Mama. It was mm-hmm. a loan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well... We'll see. So they're gonna get uh, they're going to get sentencing or whatever. This yeah, they're going to sentence tomorrow. Okay. Well. Yeah, they'll be sentenced I mean, tomorrow. So um, you think that the people that were under them, uh, they are you know they're through. I mean, it's over for them. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I would hope they get out of that. I mean, because there's really no. There's no really no money. I mean, we all just heard that in 2015, there really was no money there. Right. And with with the company, you know, well, with Jerry Beck and them taking the money, you know, from the commission and paying, uh, paying off these investors, that they even officially they haven't officially even begin to pay them back because it's four million dollars, four million. And that four million was a loan that they were putting into these accounts. Mm-hmm. That was loan money. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, so I think that business might crumble unless somebody who they know will come and buy the business out and just, you know, pay the investors off and then put their own money into that, but they were saying that there's no money into the the the, the, the company was settling uh, having financial, you know, setbacks. And then it was the investors that was donating, the, you know, loaning the money to the people. But well, once you pay these people off, ain't no money in five links. The only money that's coming in the five links is from the is from the uh, recruits. Yeah. I put, in, <laughs> I put in five links for the Better, Better Business Bureau, and it says it's being updated. <laughs> it's being updated? Yeah, being updated doesn't show anything on them. It says being updated. 
Man. And what site is this? Huh? You 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 went to the better uh, the better yeah, business better bureau. business bureau with for Five Links Enterprise, and it says uh, better business business profile Five Links Enterprise and company is being updated by BBB. I guess it is. They need to revoke. And no them. report is available at this time. <laughs> I mean, because at the end of the day, the Better Business Bureau would. I mean, it would be a crime against humanity if BB uh, BBB. Uh, would give them their uh, uh, rating after they done swindled $4 million from people. Yeah. Yeah, it would just be, it would be a travesty because then it would say is, well, they condone people who steal. And if that is the case, they need to give, they would need to give Wells Fargo back their uh, rating as well Mm -hmm. because then they take Wells Fargo, they took Wells Fargo, uh, BBC took their uh, um, triple A rating away from them. Mm-hmm. So I mean I don't know. I just honestly it would be a travesty if they just you know don't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, they said they have it's pending. So man, that's some interesting stuff. But um, anyway, you guys, it is twenty minutes after nine. Does anybody else have anything that they want to share? Um, and if not, we can we can uh, close out. Shalom, brother. Uh, Shalom, this uh, brother Alex. Yes. Man, I was just listening to you, bro. I started laughing, man. <laughs> because, and, and, uh, you don't understand, man. We have a lot of people that come into this house from our joint family. And I remember, man, 2015, family went crazy. They went viral. Everybody trying to get everybody joined. I even had one of my brothers, man, come on, man, this $500 joint, man, you're going to be fighting, you're going to be straight. I said, bro, why am I like investing $500? I told him I am a business. I said, look at me. <laughs> so he said, I told him I am five links. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, man, just to hear that, man, I already knew it was a pyramid scheme and everything, but I knew, man, you know, it was a yeah. for five links. <laughs> no, I was telling you, I saw last night, so this guy said, he had a homeboy of his told us, yeah, man, I'm going to help you make some residual income. So the guy said, well, tell me about it. He said, yeah, because I work for this company called Five Links. They can help you make $5,000 a week. He said, what? $5,000 a week? Shoot, let me know. And so he said, the guy started telling him about it. So he said, yeah, man, but um, he said at the end of the conversation, he said, yeah, I'm going to need, you know, uh, I need to be to work in an hour. So the guy must have said, wait a minute, hold up. You need to be to work in an hour, but you trying to show me how to make $5,000 a week. <laughs> Why it don't make no sense? If you're trying to make $5,000 a week, which is $20,000 a month, why is you still working? How are you going to show me how you're going to make $5,000 a week? He said, well, wait a minute, bro. How long you been working there? He said, I've been working there for four years. Come on. I That was like, wait a minute. So the guy said, wait a minute. So you telling me that you've been there five weeks for four years <laughs> <laughs> and you still ain't rich? 
I'm sorry, but yo, like I, he said, look, I would. He said, if you're going to do something, then at least you know do it. He said, but don't come to me trying to tell me how you can help me make me some money when you're still working and you've been working at this company for four years and wow. you've you not making no money like that. He said, but then you don't need. He said, no, you need to keep your day job. Right. That's crazy. I couldn't do nothing but laugh. I just thought it was a laugh. And he said, you want to show me how to make $5,000 and you got a regular job? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what kind of mess is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is just crazy. Man, $5,000 a week, that's $20,000 a month. Sure. Mm-hmm. Something right. <laughs> wow. But, um... <laughs> I mean, hey, that's the pitch that they, that's the idea that these multi-level marketing schemes sell to people. But you, but what bothers me is you have to see the people that they use to 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 sell this company. It's it's our people that they're using to sell this company. But guess who's sitting at the top? I seen like maybe seven white faces sitting mm-hmm. at the top. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then two yeah. porch monkeys. Excuse my French, but yeah, two porch monkeys. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, something ain't right here. You got about seven white folks sitting at the top, and all of the Negroes and the Latinos is the one hunting and gathering. Man, mm-hmm. come on, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's poison for our people because if you're talking about, oh, we help people become entrepreneurs, really? Or brown, really? uh, or a thousand brown millionaires. Man, let me stop. Now nah, I ain't gonna say nothing else. I'm gonna leave that alone because I, I'd almost started the curse. Anyway, uh, well, you know, I want to say this. Um, you know, back in the days, I had, um, you know, got involved with a couple of, um, you know, the pyramids, MLM, and um, I always did notice that, you know, it was the Caucasians that were sitting at the top. They call them diamonds or what have you. And they were the ones that could just come in the door, walk in the door, pay that money, and be right there at the top, you know. There was never, I mean, if there was a, a, a one of us, they was like, you know, way up under them, you know, trying right. to get the people to get the people to get the people to get the people, right. you know. And and all of them MLMs that I was introduced to, only one I regret not really checking into the most was when that when the eight hundred number first came out, and we know they just took storm and just took off, and also it developed into the nine hundred number and so forth. But all the other ones, they're not even existence today. You know, those people came in there, grabbed up that money from the communities, and 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 you know, you know what I'm saying. So them MLMs, they're just not not for our people. No, they're not. And I'm like, it's interesting because it's like when you see this company, FireLink, if you go on YouTube, I kid you not, you have to see the audience just full of nothing. But yes. you thought it was church. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you thought it was church. And I say, dang, I don't know what's more disturbing. Watching the Roman Catholic Church train black ministers <laughs> to fleece their flocks in the black churches, uh-huh. or watching black people, no, or watching the white folks at the top at Five Links get black folks, uh, black executives to fleece money from black uh-huh. people. Like, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's like, uh-huh. yo, it's, 
It's and that's who targets is, is us people because it's we're dumb. the ones that really need the brakes on, you know, our utilities and things like that. Yeah. You don't see too many Caucasians that when, like I said before, my my son-in-law, he uh, came down here, you know, and did a seminar back in the 2014, someone like that, and he tried to get me signed up. Well, number one, he, you know, I asked him, well, how much is it? He had a, a chick up her. She was really versed in what she was saying. And then, you know, all of a sudden they say $500. I looked at them like they was crazy. $500? <laughs> you're here to get us into this and help us. I mean, $500? You know what I'm saying? And then what What are you going to give me for that $500 so that I can get out here to get the people to be, you know, it was just it was just crazy. And so then the profound thing about it is uh, just, uh, wait, see, when did all this happen? It went down last year, 2000. So 2015, he, he, I found out that he said he left five links. And he'd right. been with them for about four or five years, and his aim was to get one of them silver cars, you know. But listen, once you get the silver car, they're all silver. They all have silver cars, whatever make and model. You don't, it's not really still yours. You don't get to keep it. You just keep right. it as long duration as you maintain that, that status quo. I'm saying, what right. kind of crap is that? At least Mary Kay would give you the, you know. <laughs> Could wow. you just imagine you make it to, you know, the uh, senior executive? And all of a sudden, you slept up for a whole month in sales. Yeah. No, not even a whole month, a week. And they'd be like, right. hey, um, you know, uh, right. how did you like cards? Right. Well, I love it. Oh, well, how did you like it? How did you like it? That's just crazy to even put yourself in that situation. You have to hustle. I mean, really hustle to maintain. Look at him, man. You know, uh it's like at the end of the day, you know, it's a two, it's a full, it's a twofold system because you know our people are blind and they like to walk into a lot of things blind. But at the end of the day, it's just it's just disgusting to see something like that, you know, where these people are preying specifically on our people, and it's crazy because our people don't see it. It's like we we put the we put the pawns out here to hustle. Because when the people see, when our people see these pawns, they thinking it's a black-owned business, mm-hmm. and you may very seldomly meet Garibat, Guck, or whoever else. Mm-hmm. They may, you might meet them when you go into the gala mm-hmm. that's funded by the investors. Right, <laughs> but I mean, uh, that, you know, that's just where our people preyed on. You know, it makes me think of. Uh, you know, our women, you know, run around out here, and, and I've seen YouTube videos of our women running out here and fighting and standing in line to get some weave to put in their hair. You know what I'm saying? And that's, I mean, that's disgusting. You know I've what I mean? That stuff. Uh, that's really, that is really troublesome. I've seen stuff like that. You've seen it too? Uh, that's just nasty. You know, and they stand in line to get somebody else's DNA. And then the women, when they get that stuff, they put it in their hair, and it stays in there so long it's causing, uh, like the scriptures say, baldness and, and, and all kind of nasty stuff up there, you know. I'm saying, man, this yeah. our people. But, but, you know, what? the reason why I use that as an example is that our people, you know, our state of mind. You know, yeah. we, we're, we're always chasing uh, that that idol of the beast, or you know, we, you know that's what happened to us back then. You know, no. we turned to other idols and things. So, of course, you know, you know, we 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 appear to be victims, but 
You know, right? Yeah, you, you I, should know I, better. Ignorance of the law, I say ignorance of, of of commerce is no excuse nowadays. Right. You said it really perfectly. We appear to be victims. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. you know, my whole thing. I just hate to see our people being, you know, fleeced like that. Yeah, but you know what, brother, and and we all can agree, uh, and I think somebody else was trying to say something, but we can all agree that, I mean, you know, we we have, we us literally, the people on this line, have literally told our people and talked to our people and told them these things. But can you now say that, you know, that there's an excuse? You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, you have all this information, technology now. All people want to do is run and jump and play and have a good time and hurt each other and act a fool and be promiscuous. And and then, you know, they want to claim to be victims of stuff, you know. And as far as the weave, our women uh, want to be something that they're not, you know what I'm saying? So to me, they're not victims. They're just, you know, they're wannabes, you know, wannabes or whatever you want to call them. Willoughby's, mm-hmm. what is that, brother? Uh, <laughs> brother Eric Willoughby's, Willoughby's. Wild, wildebeest, wildebeest. Wildebeest. They want, they want now, wildebeest. <laughs> I'm about Shalom, uh, Minister, and Ema. I'm about to depart. Yes, and, sir. Uh, I'll see y'all. Y'all be safe and love y'all. Sunday, y'all Sunday we're gonna do. Sunday, Sunday we're gonna record, brother. Yes. Okay. Well, yes, let me make sure I get my stuff together as well because I want to make sure that um. I record, be able to record that day. Yes, sir. Sunday we're going to reduce We have a good time. Mm-hmm. I got about 1% on this phone, so let me go ahead and get off for a hand. No problem. Uh, I think right. Brother uh, brother Alex wanted to say something before we shalom. left. Oh, shalom, shalom. I was just laughing because you're so right with the women with the wigs and uh-huh. everything. And it is so messed up out here, man, because, like, I, you know, I work in a shop, so just to see the women come to the shop and just not just, not just that, was just to be out because I work out four days a week and I'm at mm-hmm. the gym and I watch mm-hmm. these women come in with these long weaves mm-hmm. and acting like they're working out, but they're not doing nothing. And I'm saying to myself, man, what is going on? Like right now, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm single. I would not, like, I don't want to date no woman with any mm-hmm. weave in her head. I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. I'm mm-hmm. not going to settle for it because that let me know you haven't realized who you are. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, so I don't mm-hmm. really want to even play around like that because mm-hmm. you're telling me everything. But mm-hmm. so they're the ones that so-called got the information, they talk righteous, and you look at them, how? You know mm-hmm. everything, and you got all this stuff in your head, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and I found out, you know, just wearing my hair, uh, I, like I said, uh, 2013, uh, just after I got into the nation, uh, it was permed down, you know, past the shoulder, and I just cut it all off down to maybe half an inch. And as of today, you know, it's uh, it's shoulder length past the shoulder, you know, and it's continuously growing. And I'm going to tell you, I don't care. I wear it, in, you know, wear it, uh, you know, concealed or either covered or, you know, I, and I get more respect, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and now the women are saying, well, you know, I'll, I'll take a press my hair. So I think you're still trying to do something beyond who you are. And then, you know, it's not it's not what you are. That's not what you, you know. And a lot of women, they don't realize a lot of women wish they had the beautiful thickness, curl uh, uh, essence of our hair, you know. Because yeah. they always want to touch mine because I wear up in a big fro sometimes. Let me touch it. I said, keep your hands off, you know. Oh, man, I hate that when they try to touch my hair. I got yeah. Mine, so yeah. I don't play that. Don't touch my hair. I'm like, no, right. don't. Yeah, because they'll put something in or put something on you. I said, keep your hand. Can I touch it? I'll, I'll point right and say, no, you can't. 
you know, Luke and leave it alone. You know, and Brother um, brother uh, Minister, he's got a lot of hair. And I know you probably, people probably want to touch her sometimes. Oh, no, I got asked today. Oh, man. I got asked today, do you have a perm in your hair? Uh-huh. No, I don't have a perm in my hair. You got beautiful hair, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, why they want to do that? And like I said, I wear mine, you know, in, you know, in, in braids all over the place, you know, and or I just wear it wherever the way I feel. But, you know, I've seen women that have this long weave in their hair. They be rocking that stuff, throwing it all over the place and making it fly up and stuff. I'm saying, man, if they only knew, if they only knew how mm-hmm. how, the, how the Caucasian really feel about them, you know. <laughs> I'm laughing at that because I, I'm, 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 I'm laughing at that because I can only just imagine how they feel, mm-hmm. and they just laugh, you know. But that is what it is. But we just got to pray for our people. But anyway, yeah. I know your brothers got to go. I love y'all. Love you too, and, and I love you, brother Alex. And I will talk to y'all a little later. Hey, wh- when are we gonna get together again and start that other stuff back up? Oh, no, what, the, uh, oh, you talking? Oh, you guys uh, let um, me know. Okay. I mean, because, you know, I know we went on break, and I know that yeah. you do everything all far as us, you know, meeting up and everything. But if mm-hmm. you guys let me know, I'll be, I mean, you guys let me know. I, I mean, we can start it back whenever okay. you guys want to. Okay. Did you, did you see your, you see, did you see your pictures in the uh, newsletter? Yes, in the newsletter. Yes, I did. Uh, you know, on that uh, one where, where the brother was walking past the steps? Uh-huh. I, I couldn't resist. I seen on the wall it said quarter. Did you notice that where it says Q U A R T E R down the down the wall? Oh, uh, you said the brother walking on the steps. The, 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 you had a picture that I put up, and it had the brother was walking past the steps in a subway or something. Uh, in a subway, I gotta look at because I post so many pictures. But uh, yeah, but yeah. did you actually see the newsletter for this for last month? I did, Emma, but I just forgot what picture that was up. Okay, I had one brother. You had a picture. You had two. I put two in there, one where the guy was looking out over the expressway. And then you had one where a brother was walking past some stairwells, in, like in a substation or something. And I put, and it had a, the, the word quarter going down the wall. So I said fourth quarter, and Negro still haven't stepped up. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I think I saw that, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was neat. I thought that was a good picture because literally I was just thinking, well, if the brother went to the steps and walked up the steps, he would el- be elevated, but he was passing the steps, you know. Mm-hmm. But you got some beautiful pictures. And, and brother, uh, 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 brother Minister, you uh, definitely need to send some more of your pictures too. Yes, ma'am, I will. I know okay. I told you the other day I was going to do it, and I didn't do it, so I'll make sure I uh, do that. Okay. Okay. Yes, well, ma'am. we'll let you. We'll get together, and you know, I'll send everybody a message when we can, you know, start back up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. ma'am. All right then. I'll talk to y'all in a little bit. Shalom. Shalom, everybody. I'm gonna go ahead and Shalom. adjourn for this evening, Shalom. and we'll talk to everybody pretty soon. Okay. Next Shalom. week, Thursday. Shalom. Okay, I, uh, brother uh, um, uh, Cedric, I, I took in, uh, you know, text uh, sister Anisha. Let me see what she said right quick. Let me see. She said, yes, ma'am, a little drama over here. She, I guess she's still going through her drama. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> okay, Shalom. I hope, that, I hope she resolves that issue. Yes. Okay, brother, Shalom. All right, everybody. Shalom. Shalom. All right, Ma.
All right, we will now adjourn at uh, 30 minutes after 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 38 after 8 Central. Shalom, everyone.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.